I believe that that's been the rhetoric of my life. It, it made, my life made me understand what happens a, if I don't go for my dreams or B, what's the worst that can happen if I do. So while building a personal training business, I found myself running a business, going through school, failing through school, trying to run a business and help people with their health. And I found myself out of balance. I found myself trying to do so much, trying to get so far that I didn't take into my personal needs as like, I have to go handle this, I have to get a job. It was like, my vision is to help people and to build a business and to achieve my mission. So for about a year, there was a series of things that led to me getting evicted from my apartment, getting kicked out of school, losing, losing financial aid. Um, and then while I was homeless, I ended up sleeping in my car. And it was a decision that I made because it was a result of my, my doing. I chose to go for my passion, right? I chose to do what it was. So in doing that, I, I found out that I loved the idea of waking up every morning trying to get out of a d tough situation. I found it empowering that I was able to live my life regularly, that I was able to show up to a group class and inspire people, and even though go home and not go home, really close the door in my car and go to sleep. <laughs> What's going on, powerful people? I have the absolute pleasure to introduce to you a segment I had on the health channel on PBS, where I got a chance to actually talk about my experiences as a personal trainer, how I came about to learn the art of Qigong, a form of Tai Chi, and a part of it that, you know, took me a little guts to do, talk about being homeless and how that kind of helped me refine my life philosophy and how that was the fire underneath my belt to doing a lot of things that I'm doing now. The reason why I share this with the world is because I always want to make sure that people don't think that there is any obstacle that's too big, too large, that's stopping them from doing what they want to do. I want to empower you to realize that no matter their circumstance, no matter the trouble, you can actually utilize that as the building blocks of your success. And that's what this episode is all about. And I had a chance to be on PBS to talk about it. And go ahead, take a listen. Let me know what you think. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? 
Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Welcome to the Health Channel, all health, all the time. I'm your host, Henry Guzman, a registered nurse and exercise physiologist with Baptist Health South Florida. In our Healthy Living Show, we're going to meet a young man who knows firsthand about the importance of determination and believing in yourself, whose mission today is to motivate, empower, and uplift us to achieve a whole mind-body connection. Joining us is Edouard Gilles, founder of Priceless Capture. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing, Henry? Very good to, to have you on the set. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, I'm also very passionate about exercise and nutrition, so I'm very looking forward to, to hearing your story um, and, and how you've dealt with your, you know, your challenges in life. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, well, your, your background, how you got interested? Well, my name is Edward Giles, and I believe that fitness didn't was not something I chased in life, it was something that came about um, as a result of what I was placed here to do, which is to inspire, motivate, and uplift individuals to live a whole mind, body, and nutrition. Growing up, I just wanted to be the best boy I can be. And growing up in a, in a small country like Haiti and coming over here, I had to learn that in order for you to be just average, you have to work 10 times harder to meet average. So I decided that I was gonna live the rest of my life 20 times as much so that I can be great. Right now, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a student, and also a medical Qigong instructor, and just finishing up my life coaching certification to help empower individuals to just take a holistic paradigm towards life, their mindset, and growth in general. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing um, your story in a little bit more detail. Mm -hmm. Do you also um, um, find yourself helping other people now that you've overcome a lot of these well, challenges. one of the greatest things I find is not just helping other people, but understanding. I was saying that my pain was the materials that built the bridge for me to understand and relate to other people. So when somebody comes to me and be like, hey, I'm going through this, I'm sabotaging myself with this, I'm worrying so much, about, I'm like, I know what you mean. <laughs> I've been there, that was me. That was me struggling. So I think that's what it helped me with, is um, building a bridge to understanding other people right. and what they're going through. Right. Well, as a personal trainer, it's even more important to stay in shape. Mm -hmm. We happen to have some video of you working out. Mm -hmm. um, as we watch the video, would you explain your workout philosophy and exactly kind of what you're doing? Well, so basically, when I get into the gym, it's a, I'm my best every single time that I'm in that gym. It's an arena, it's like a battlefield, I called it, and I'm a lion walking up, 
and I'm like, I'm about to increase my health, increase my well-being, and I'm gonna try the hardest I can possibly can. So every time I go there, it's like being in the sports arena. That looks like really like a really tough workout. <laughs> Um, but I want to remind our viewers that you can call in and ask a question by dialing 855-796-4475. Or if you have a story about the Health Channel um, how, or how it's helped you, please call the same number, 855-796-4475. It's a free, uh, free phone call. So, Edouard, what made you decide to take this, you mentioned the holistic approach, yeah. as opposed to just, you know, exercising a lot or eating well? Well, at first, life taught me to take a holistic approach. Because I was, initially I was just trying to help people find a route to do so, and that was personal training. But then when I started training people and helping them with their body, I found out that people didn't need help losing 30 pounds of fat. They needed help losing 30 pounds of doubt. They couldn't believe that they can do it. They couldn't make some changes in their health that kept obstructing them from actually achieving their health goal. So it was never really, uh, I'm not athletic enough to achieve my body goal. It was really, I'm not um, mentally whole yet where I'm able to have my mindset about it correct, my habits aligned, and then my body, my body following as a result to those changes. So a holistic approach came to when I was trying to do it alone and I was like, well, I gotta just show up to the gym and this is gonna help my life turn better. And it didn't turn better. You know, I was still a little bit more stressed while I was trying to run a business and do this, and I wasn't able to really hone in on all my craft. So I realized that instead of seeking for answers to problems, I had to realize that I am the solution. I am the answer. I just have to make myself whole, revert back to being whole. Right, so you actually said something that I really like. You said it's not, for you, it wasn't so much um, with the people you've helped, 30 pounds of weight, it was yeah. 30 pounds of doubt. I really right. like that because sometimes mm -hmm. it could feel that heavy. Mm -hmm. There's nothing really physically keeping you down, but sometimes if your mind and emotion is not mm -hmm. in, a, in a good place, it literally weighs you down mm -hmm. uh, in a very uh, heavy way. Yeah. So um, you did mention that you, you've been able to help others before. Right. Um, can you share uh, a story, and maybe a success story you've had with, with some of your clients? Well, one thing that I always see that my clients usually inspire me more than I can ever inspire them because of their will to achieve a certain goal no matter what. So I had a client that I've trained for over a year and a half and she, at first, she struggled with just the exercise part. Like, I just, I don't know how to do this, right? And then I saw her lifestyle shift from I don't know how to do this to I am a poster child of what health is going to look like. So what she spoke about on the internet changed. What she found um, interesting and exciting to talk about shifted. She was like, hey, I found this new place. I could get me some juices. I'm like, oh, you excited? It's like, oh, it's like my new bar. So when I saw that her lifestyle started to shift and that sh there was a, what I call a, a compound effect of change that affects other people, her friends wanted to start working out because now she was making an impact in the community. So she lost about 30 pounds within about six to eight months, but within, I believe that she would have lost 50 to 60. Um, the reason why that didn't happen though was because us, when we get in alignment towards a certain destination, something happens, we get out of emotions, distress, um, doubt, guilt, fear, anxiety, um, 
all these things are stuck inside of our physiology and our psychology and that hinders us. But I saw her go past through all of that and became a poster child for health and fitness. So it was like a self-discovery on, on her end. Yeah. What she thought was kind of maybe it's, uh, in the beginning was like impossible. Right. This, this uh, I mm -hmm. can't do. And by taking those small little steps, mm -hmm. she realized that it's not as impossible as she thought. Right. And the more she achieved, um, the more she realized, right. hey, I can do this. And maybe mm -hmm. the possibilities that she didn't think were there before are certainly kind of opening up it, it before could, her. Exactly. Right. So um, let's talk a little bit about nutrition. Mm -hmm. so you, you mentioned to uh, our producer that you stay away from five foods um, mm -hmm. that are all white in color. Can you talk a little bit about that and what so, they are? So we call them the five whites um, because one ma two major things that you want to think about disease is stagnation and inflammation, right? Is, is your blood flowing properly? Same thing, are the juices in your brain flowing properly? Is everything flowing right? And when you think about inflammation, these five whites, which I'm about to mention, which is animal fat, salt, sugar, dairy, um, all of these add sludge to the, to the blood. So as your blood is trying to go towards the organs in the uh, different muscle groups that it's supposed to go to to nourish them and provide oxygen, it can't do that with all of those foods because those are creating what I call sludge in the blood. So by not eradicating but lessening those foods, we're now then able to decrease stagnation, um, even decrease the amount of mucus that you have in your body, which also leads to a lot of different diseases, and it clears up the flow of your blood. Right. So in your five, it's really interesting because mm -hmm. it, it's very similar to um, leaning towards a plant-based diet. Right. Um, so things like like white flour, mm -hmm. it's a refined food. Yeah. Um, okay. Sugar, yeah. another refined food. So a lot of dairy comes mm -hmm. from you know an animal. Right. So all these things can affect your health in in, in very negative ways. So right. by cutting some of that stuff out, you start to kind of clear up like you were talking about, kind right. of clearing up your system a little bit, everything mm -hmm. starts to work a little bit better. Right. Um, not that you should, you know, necessarily ever I have mean, these things. How are you going <laughs> to avoid salt? Like, right. what's life without salt? Right. <laughs> so would you consider yourself if, uh, you know, I, I hate to really just say a specific diet, but if you had to, uh, would you say it's more plant-based, more vegan, mm -hmm. or just a little bit of everything, kind of flexitarian? So every day I have this objective, I'm going to guard my values. Whatever it is that I have to do to make sure that I'm not going against what I've said that I was going to do, the story I'm telling myself of how health should be like, I play the role of making sure that story is defended. So I'm not going out there and saying, I have to avoid this, I have to avoid that. I'm going out and saying, I have to make sure that I'm living to what I believe in. So every day I'm thinking, Are you, did you get all your vitamins and minerals for the day? When I'm eating the food, I'm consciously eating it. So I have a mixture of greens, meat, and all types, except for the, some of the things I mentioned, like drinking milk and dairy products. I, I kind of stay away from that. I won't go to the burger. I won't go to a fast food restaurant. There are certain values I've set for myself, and that's where the holistic mindset is. not that here's the blueprint to achieving optimal health. It's like here's my blueprint to staying true to what I've said that I was going to do every day. Right, so in the morning, I have my foods that I bring out. I have a mixture of green vegetables, broccoli, spinach, and all of that, and sometimes 
Um, I would even eat rice because I'm most active. But I don't stick to a diet. I stick to a mindset. Right. And that's kind of like uh, the thing that I, I try to portray to people is like, where, where, what, what do you believe in? per se. Right. Mm -hmm. That's great. And you made some great com uh, comments there, especially the one about it's every day. It's right. not something you just say today and yeah. then tomorrow something different. Mm -hmm. But coming up, Edward shares his personal story of how he grew through pain and determination. You're watching the Health Channel, All Health, All the Time on South Florida. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks Florida PBS now Edward all of us face challenges mm -hmm. um, in our life but how we handle them is what counts you told our producers that you had to face challenges in in your life can you share with us what they were well the first challenge I believe that we all face is belief in ourselves. And when we face that first challenge and we actually believe in ourselves, then it opens many doors for challenges that sparks growth. So everything that I, I've said in my life, I've never went through anything, I didn't go through anything, I've just grown through it. Picture a man who like has a heart attack and he's 50 years old and he's like, okay, I gotta do something about my life. I have a heart attack. If I don't go and change, do some dietary changes and start working out and exercises and get into this health plane, I might die. I believe that that's been the rhetoric of my life. It, it made, my life made me understand what happens, A, if I don't go for my dreams, or B, what's the worst that can happen if I do. So while building a personal training business, and I was really trying to build this to one of the biggest exercise companies that actually had a variety of different ways of improving your mind, body, and nutrition. This was my thing in the beginning. I found myself running a business, going through school, failing through school, trying to run a business and help people with their health. And I found myself out of balance. I found myself trying to do so much, trying to get so far that I didn't take into my personal needs as like, I have to go handle this, I have to get a job. It was like, my vision is to help people and to build a business and to achieve my mission. So for about a year, there was a series of things that led to me getting evicted from my apartment, getting kicked out of school, losing, losing financial aid. Um, and then while I was homeless, I ended up sleeping in my car. And it was a decision that I made because it was a result of my, my doing. I chose to go for my passion, right? I chose to do what it was. So in doing that, I, I found out that I loved the idea of waking up every morning trying to get out of a d tough situation. I found it empowering that I was able to 
live my life regularly, that I was able to show up to a group class and inspire people, and even though go home and not go home, really close the door in my car and go to sleep. <laughs> uh, and at the time I was doing it, I was making money enough to sustain and probably get a house, but because I got out of the eviction and I was trying to get out of all of these financial troubles, I was like, as soon as I get this stuff figured out, I'll figure out a place, and I would have done it on my own. Right. But sometimes the very process that's supposed to give you the wisdom and knowledge and experience that you need can be hindering and being in the way of your growth, can be trumping your growth. So I was growing inside. I was growing in character. I was growing in compassion. Right. But my life circumstances was not matching up to the person I was destined to be. Right. So from a practical perspective, oh, I'm sure we have some audience members, well, all of us yeah. go through some struggles. Obviously, mm -hmm. not everybody to the extreme that, that you went mm -hmm. to. You were put in a very extreme situation. Mm -hmm. um, from a practical standpoint, how did you get yourself or motivate yourself to say, you know, I need to do X, Y, Z, or today, or I, how about I'm going to get up and go look for a job? I mean, is it all a mental game that you did with yourself specifically for you? Or were there, did you have mm -hmm. uh, steps that you decided to take, like I'm going to go for a run today, that'll make me feel a little better, mm -hmm. or I'm going to speak to a family member, that'll mm -hmm. make me feel a little better? What were you, what were you? And your, you mean as far as like getting out the, the whole situation of living in the yes, car yes. and being home, how, what was the steps to doing that? Well, for say, when I was living in my car, I had to change my mindset that it was not okay, that it was okay to do this. That was the first thing. I think most of us were stuck in these loops because we're thinking this is okay that I do this. Like it's, it's okay that I eat all of this. It's okay that I have these negative relationships. It's okay. Right. So you told but yourself it's not okay. I was like, yo, it's not okay. You're, you're Ed, you're CEO ambition is, you're, you inspire people. You wake up every day, you make a video and inspire people. This is not your place. So that was the first thing I had to tell myself is, this is not your place. Then second was forgiveness. I had to forgive myself. This is, this is basic, the, the, the laws are basic. I had to forgive myself for not keeping up with the bills. I had to forgive myself for maybe not working as little hard as I can to get a client. And in my head, I was like, no, I won't get a job. I won't surrender. I'm an entrepreneur. Let's go all the way. So I had to let go of that negative um, belief that Seeking a job means failing on your career or failing on your business. It could just mean it's getting additional income. Right. And um, then I had to learn how to ask for help. Right. So that was my next question. Mm -hmm. um, we all need help. Right. right? Nobody can do, um, pull out of something like that or, or a lot of other situations on their own. Mm -hmm. we, we need each other. So in your life, did you have someone that you could reach out to that helped you, whether it was through uh, helping you talk through things or just mm -hmm. moral support? Did you have that during that time? Well, during the most of the time, nobody knew. I didn't tell anybody. So nobody could help me because I didn't accept help. Even my very people who liked and loved me, wanted to help me out, didn't know about it. So when I did tell someone about it, they pointed me to multiple resources around the community that can help. Um, they showcased that, hey, you can talk to this person. So they, they pointed me towards the right people and that helped me sustain myself, uh, but I, at the end of the day, to get that more support, it was about making videos. I was giving myself a lot of support by making videos. So my therapy was to talk out with myself, and that's how I made a lot of content on the internet. 
and the videos and the shows and interviewing people. That I was doing all of that while I was um, sleeping in my car. Nobody knew. But that was my conversation, I guess, a conversation with the camera, a conversation with the world. I couldn't get it, per se, by a close friend because I didn't tell anybody, but I got it from the world. I got support from everyone watching. So you sort of did get some support, just yeah. people didn't know they were, they were actually doing yeah. it at the and time. Yeah, and actually, motivational speakers, inspirational speakers, all types of audio tapes, books, um, videos. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I dwell in this stuff so much because it was either... I'm in my car, I'm right in the library, you know. You see, so not having the TV to go watch at home gave me a different outlet. What am I going to learn today? So that's how my days went about. And to get out of that situation, I ended up meeting the person who taught me medical Qigong. His name is Dr. George Xavier Love. And that was one of the first steps. And before I got to that point, actually, one of my friends, who I told him he was one of my actually personal training clients. And he really looked so, up to me. So you were training clients yeah. during this time? No, I was training clients. I was showing up to sessions. I, was, I had clients. I made money. Sometimes I made good enough money to possibly get a place, but I was being smart with the money. I was okay. like, let me try to get out of okay. debt. And then, yeah, so I lived a normal life, but not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. And I one of you. my clients was the first person that ended up giving me help, and, and that was the process of me getting out that situation. He actually gave me a place to stay, he was like, you should have been told me, I would have been helped you. Yeah, so this, op this is probably, you know, um, as extreme as it sounds, yeah. um, probably gave you a really good opportunity to get to know yourself really well. Right? Yeah. You mentioned you, you, you thought about a lot about things, you mm -hmm. really dug deep into yourself, why am I here, what mm -hmm. am I doing, what do I want, things mm -hmm. like that. Right. Um, so we probably don't advocate, like, go live in your car, yeah. but, <laughs> but take some time out for yourself, and we're going to talk a little bit about that a little mm -hmm. later with meditation and things, right. but it's about being in the moment and, 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 and learning about yourself, and you yeah. had a great opportunity to do that. So yeah. it was almost a gift in, so, in, in a it, way. It was, I would never, I would not trade this for anything in the world. Like, I, if you said, I want to make you an instant millionaire right now, but let me take back all your pain, I would be like, no, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. There's um. I forget what, what movie it was, but there was a great line. Mm -hmm. um, they're looking at this beautiful statue um, in, in Italy, and they're staring at it, and uh, the main character says, you know, the only way you can get this to look so beautiful mm -hmm. is to chip away at it, and that's kind of how we are in life. All that pain, all that suffering, if mm -hmm. you can endure it, those are the life lessons, and you end up with this beautiful, um, beautiful. beautiful thing at, at the end. Mm -hmm. So you also mentioned to our producers that you have a philosophy about getting up early, really yeah. early. Can you tell us about that, where that stems from? Oh, that, you know, that, that whole getting up early, it stemmed from living in my car. So I used to always wake up at 7. That was like, I was average, you know, 7 a.m. I'm like, I'm doing it. Got a, got a session. But I had to rise up before the sun rose because if I didn't, I got hot. That's how it is. You have to rise up before the sun rises in your life. Because if you don't rise up, you just die of heat, internal heat, telling <laughs> or, you, or yeah, you're eating up on mosquitoes right? or whatever else. Is right? There's this heat inside of you. And I think it's like, a, like you ought to be doing something with your life. Life right. is for living and not for being, not for staying, not for residing. Right. It's for living. It's very immediate. Right. right. Exactly. So I wake up at 430. At first it was five and then it got to four.
each one, each level up. And I was like, oh, I could wake up a little bit earlier. And what I find is that when you wake up earlier, you have no noise, no disturbances. You're really able to hone in, meditate, write out some goals, read a book, and then you have your mind state that's getting you prepared to now tackle on life in the day. And that gives you a lot of, um, um, makes you solid throughout the day. Right. And it's also challenging yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Every time you say, can I get up a little bit earlier? Mm -hmm. um, it's a challenge. You know, anytime we set challenges or goals for us, right. for ourselves, we end up feeling a little better about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So in, exactly. in one way, that, that's that, what was happening as well. Oh, yeah. That was definitely increasing the self-confidence. And in fact, it increased my self-confidence so much where every morning I woke up, I used to run around campus. I was like, no one is doing this. I've been doing this every day. I'm like, I'm, I'm the only one right now up and running around campus three miles. Nobody's doing it. Yeah. It's a nice feeling to have when... It's when a, definitely a great feeling to think like, yeah, I may be alone in my situation, but I'm also alone in these new habits I've developed for myself. Right. Um, coming up, we're going to explore an ancient Chinese exercise and how to benefit from its power. You're watching the Health Channel All Health All the Time on South Florida PBS. Right. Now that we've gone through the warm-up, would you show us some basic movements? And I want to remind our viewers before starting Qigong or, or any other exercise program, if you haven't exercised ever or in a very long time, please talk to your doctor before, before starting anything. Okay. Um, so tell us the name of, of the exercises that mm -hmm. you're about to do okay. and the purpose for each one. Okay. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is breathing. We sometimes think that when you take a deep breath, I want you to sit at home right now and take a deep breath. Most people, when they do that, what happens is they, they suck up. And most people think that's what it takes to take a deep breath. So the thing I'm going to do for you today is I'm going to introduce to you how to breathe properly for the first time if you've never done it before. So now place your stomach your hand on your stomach. And I want you to pretend like you're blowing air into a balloon. When you blow air into a balloon, what happens? Does it contract or does it expand? Expansion or contraction? It should expand out. So as you breathe in, air is coming into your lungs, bring force in the stomach out. So, and then when you breathe out, it should be collapsing. So a deep breath, should push your hands out. So now, you have the small and large intestine right here. You have the liver and the spleen on the side and the kidneys in the back. And then you have your major lung organs right in the center. So when you breathe, the balloon, which is your organs, expands. And this expansion is literally touching each of the internal organs, from the spleen, the liver, small and large intestines, all of that is being massaged by your breath. So if you place your hand here and feel that motion as you breathe in, breathe, I mean breathing out and then breathing in, you're literally massaging your internal organs. So that's the importance of your breath and not just breathing, but breathing correctly. So when you breathe correctly, you're intensively taking in a deep breath, feeling in your stomach and feeling that collapse. So let's count that as the first exercise, taking deep breaths. So we're going to take about 10 deep breaths where you're going to breathe into your nose, expanding the lung and pushing your belly button out. And then let it all go. So what happens when you take a deep breath, you're making in oxygen and nitrogen. 
when you exhale, you're exhaling some of the carbon dioxide, right? And as you do that, some of the oxygen escapes, and some of it goes into your blood. So we call that super oxygenation of your blood. Can't even say the word correctly. And that is what Qigong is all about, bringing oxygen into your blood. So now that we got breathing figured out, we're gonna go to these next ones called we call swing arms. And just a, just a quick comment here, I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say that you don't need a doctor to tell you to breathe. Right, you don't need a doctor to tell you to breathe. <laughs> and this is the power that you have. The, the problem is we don't recognize our unlimited power. We have the power to heal ourselves. We have the power to heal our bodies, but you have to seek out for this information. You have to wash the health channel here or else you won't get that information. So that's why it's important to seek. So the next one I'm gonna show you is called swing arms. Now we've taken the names of these exercises from the ancient Tibetan to China, now to the United States, and we've simplified them for you. The swing arms is, a, is an exercise that literally will bring blood from your ankle all the way into your head. So now let's think about the lymphatic system. We have a lymph gland right underneath our armpit, which is one of the biggest ones, and we have one down there in our um, ankle joint. Right? So as we swing back and forth, swinging our arms, first we're gonna just, I'm gonna walk you through it. We're literally flushing the lymphatic system. And after you do this about 88 times, which is the amount of reps that you do, a minute 30, you should feel blood flowing all the way from your toes to your head. So a couple of things that you should look at right now. First, my palm goes up when, I, when it's forward and my palm faces back when it's back. Now you can't see my feet. However, when my palms are back here like this, my toes are up. And when my palms are forward facing the ceiling, my heels are up. So palms up, heels up, palms down, heel down, toes up. So now one part of it is the neck section. So now the reason why we move our neck is because we could have tight necks, right? And we, our physiology is all not naturally the way it should be. So by moving your neck like this, not only are you activating and bringing blood towards the neck, but you're literally helping your immune system build up so that you can able to handle the challenges of life. So these are the swing arms. And there's also a slower version of this in which you focus mainly on the breath and meditation. So this is called the swing arm slowed up version. I love this one because it's very meditative and this calms down and relaxes your nervous system as you do it. Eduard, sorry, how, how long should you be doing these exercises for? Um, and should you be doing all of these in one, in one sitting? Okay, so there are about 15 different exercises. Each of these exercises can pinpoint where it's sending to the blood, what organ is affecting and helping um, so you can formalize your exercise program, which is not really exercise, but you can formulate a program that if you, let's say you need more blood to go towards your feet area and there's lack of blood flow there, you would do those sort of exercises. But we have about 14 exercises that we show throughout the Blue Dragon series um, that you want to do it every day so that you can understand and know all of them and then you can start breaking them down into parts 
as you need. But if you want to have it stick, then you have to do it consistently so that you got the program embedded in your brain. That's awesome. Um, and I like the swinging arms. I, I'm going to officially dove that, yeah. that movement, the health channel hustle. Right? <laughs> For everybody watching, hustle. that's the health channel hustle. Yeah, 88 times, just do that right there. <laughs> Um, I promise you, you feel good. I'm, I'm happy right now. It, it looks fun. <laughs> um, so just a kind of quick recap mm -hmm. before the segment. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the segment. Right. The breathing exercises, which are so important, so basic, mm -hmm. are it's so important that we do it automatically. But sometimes we just we breathe very kind of upper mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. We don't really get a deep breath in, and that really just takes a few minutes to do. Yeah, right? it, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to do, mm -hmm. and it really makes a big a big difference. Um, exactly. And then the uh, the health channel hustle. How long? Couple minutes. Eighty eight times, about a minute and thirty. You know, and it's, I mean, I don't know if you have any more exercise, but I can show a few more. Just, so we have the, this swing right here. It's called three whips, because you, you're twisting three times. So what you're doing here, you're releasing, staying stagnation here, building up your posture. And as you twist the, the spine, you're actually helping get rid of any like spinal fluid in there. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks. And get more fluid. Actually, the biggest organ that we have is actually a fluid. Gotcha. And I'm looking forward to actually yeah. trying these. But coming up, we focus on another technique that lowers stress, reduces your blood pressure, and increases your ability to focus. Not sure what I'm talking about? Stay tuned to find out. You're watching the Health Channel, All Health All the Time on South Florida PBS. Now, meditation has shown so many benefits in so many different areas of health. Um, is meditation kind of fall, is kind of like a big umbrella and other things fall under it, like yoga and, and other, and maybe even Tai Chi? Could they be considered types of meditation as well? Most definitely. The reason why they're considered meditation, and being here right now can be meditative if I wasn't thinking so much. <laughs> <laughs> like if I was just literally focusing on you and like how bright your face is and I'm just recognizing how your hair is going, I can meditate on that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. meditation is getting out um, the body's natural way of functioning and quieting so that you can actually listen to your body. And yoga and Tai Chi and all these different forms of wellness exercises and meditation helps you to do that. Right, so it's different avenues mm -hmm. kind of doing the same thing. They did mention yeah. prayer as well. Mm -hmm. Prayer is sort of like meditation, mm -hmm. right? You're, um, you're in that moment. Right. 
right, experiencing that, that moment. And you made a great point about focusing. It's so difficult for, for most of us to really focus and be right here, whatever's exactly. happening at this moment. Mm -hmm. We're usually, you know, a day ahead or a exactly. day behind or 10 yeah. minutes forward. But once you can get into this particular moment that's happening right now, exactly. it's really a wonderful thing that happens. And it's, it's hard to explain other than maybe like poetry or something like that. Right. Um, but uh, interestingly, there is solid research showing the, the specific health benefits with blood pressure, mm -hmm. with re reduction of anxiety, and other, and other health issues as well. Exactly. And when you're quiet, you're able to listen to the answers that you have. That's what I was saying. Taking a holistic approach is about listening to yourself. Right. So let's talk a little bit about meditation. Um, how hard is it to get started? Um, I, I, I started meditating a few years back, and it was difficult in the beginning because it's hard to, your, your mind just wants to go somewhere else, and it's very hard to stay still. Mm -hmm. um, a lot happens when you stay still. Right. But we feel we constantly have to move or we have to be saying something. Mm -hmm. um, how can we get started? What's an easy way to get started? Okay, so you cannot ever be great at something if you don't start, right? It's, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And the reason why I'd say meditation starts with seeking for it is because once you ask the universe for a teacher to come into your life, the teacher will come. That sometimes that's life. So how we start meditation is by saying, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up this time, and I'm going to do this breathing pattern. Now, our thoughts are going to come to your head. Yes. Are you going to start thinking about, oh, I'm going to do that with my kids? Oh, are you going to be work? Yeah, all those emotions are going to rise up. But then you just restill your focus to your breath. It's really simple, but not simple. It's one of the most complicated things, trying not to think. It is. It's like, hey, look at this pet pink elephant. Don't think about it. You're going to think about the pink elephant. So the idea of meditation is to just get your focus back. It's just getting it back. It's like life. Sometimes you lose focus, but you get it right back. Yeah. And a quick little way to, to start meditating. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds like this complicated thing where yeah. you have to sit and, mm -hmm. and have your arms in a specific... So meditation can be as easy as just focusing on your breath, maybe closing your yeah, eyes. Yeah, just like... Those deep breaths I was telling you about, really taking those deep breaths throughout the day. As you walk, feel that you're walking and going somewhere. I practice a lot of mindful eating, mindful walking, mindful living. And it's just like, see the details of things, and then you start to be able to um, think less of things, by, but just being in that situation and like observing like what's happening. When you're meditating to one thing that I find helps, is look at nature, observe nature, then you won't be able to observe what's going on in your head. Right, so we have about 30 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Tell us your final thoughts on everything we've talked about today. And my final thoughts for you is that you have unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. It first starts with believing that you do, then seeking, then you will achieve that. But until you do that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. And your health is waiting on you. So with Qigong and meditation, just get out the way. Edward, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Um, if you're out there going for a walk around the block, 
make that a, a meditative walk. Just pay attention to the birds, the trees, etc. Um, it, it'll make a big, big difference in your life. Be sure to join us next time on the Health Channel, All Health All the Time on South Florida PBS. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at All Health TV, where you can get health tips from our experts and see what's coming up on the Health Channel. You can also visit our website, allhealthtv.com, where you can watch a live stream of the Health Channel and watch videos from previous episodes. I'm Henry Guzman. See you next time. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks. Thank you.